Welcome to True Crime Broads. I'm Crystal. And Renee. And today uh, we're going to do some more work on the Missy Beavers case. And before we get started, I'm going to read a review we got on Apple Podcasts. It uh, The title of it is Excellent Content, Five Stars, written by Chains with a Z01. If you love true crime, you will love this podcast. It is so intriguing and thought-provoking. And they occasionally cover cases that will also pique your interest. I love how they just want to spread the word and help get cold cases solved. Keep up the great work, ladies. Thank you, Chains01. We really appreciate that that five-star review so much. You have no idea how much that helps keep us going. It helps us get motivated to make another episode. So thank you so much for that. And um, I think without further ado, we'll just jump right in. Sounds good. Welcome back to True Crime Broads. Renee and I are here today by popular request. We're going to discuss someone who has been a person of interest in the Missy Beavers case. Now, about a year ago, a little over a year, we started having people come to us and wanting to be on our um, show to discuss this person because they had a personal connection to them and felt to her um, mm-hmm. and had pretty strong feelings about the situation. So, And it was crazy. It was all the same person. Yes, 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 yes. So we're here to discuss that. I know that all of us who have been covering this, I mean, following this case have been all over the map as far as who we think did it, myself and you, yeah, all of us. Absolutely. We've kind of scratched people off the list as we went, but mm-hmm. there at certain times over the past eight years, we have oh had gosh, almost eight, eight years. years, we have had different ideas of who mm-hmm. we thought were was responsible for this horrible murder. Right. Now, this person was on the radar early on. This person was questioned in 2016. In fact, I think several times in May of 2016. Why was this person questioned based on tips is our understanding. Do you understand that, Renee? Mm -hmm. Is that your understanding Mm -hmm. as well? Yeah, it was based on tips that were called in. And MPD, from what we can tell, they did an amazing job. They did their due diligence. They interviewed a lot of people. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Sorry about that. Everyone... (laughs) All that of us, time of year all of us in north texas are struggling yes to we, breathe, we sneeze <laughs> we just did an episode with an author that's probably already been published by the time you hear this one and he was struggling as well i right. think and renee you've been sick I've for been, several yeah, days a couple days yeah cold we're all just sneezing and carrying on so sorry about that um all right so this person was interviewed early on and from what we've heard from people close to her it was several times mm-hmm. and so we don't know why there was such a long break between them looking into her, but our understanding is they kind of moved away from that person mm-hmm. or maybe didn't take that person that seriously at the time. Right. And it's also important to note that there are different investigators on the on the case today within MPD than there was back then. And I think that helps when somebody else comes in, they With, go, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right or yeah, look right or whatever. Right, right, right. So that's probably what happens. Yeah. What we kind of think happened. And so you fast forward to 2020, um, summer of 2020, almost said 19, 2020. Um, <laughs> hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. That is kind of when we start seeing a resurgence in interest in this person as far as the investigation goes. Now, do we know everything going on in the investigation? Heck no, we don't. But 
just the clues we get are primarily through public records. Right. Um, Okay. So with all that being said, Renee and I have been asked multiple times to sort of go over this person. We're not going to say her name, even though her name's been said by other people on our show. We're not saying we know that this person did it. We are simply um, responding to popular demand Mm -hmm. to go over all the reasons why the people that have contacted us think she might have done it. Right. All right. Very little of this is our own conclusions. Okay. Right. This is stuff that was brought to us. So um, do you want to start with one? Sure. Um, She had a very colorful, um, entertaining uh, social media presence. And um, one of the things that uh, stuck out to me, you, and a lot of other people was a post that she made that said, I'm watching you. And it was very close to, uh, what was it, just days before the murder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching you. And it was just a picture of her eyes up really close. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the date would be significant. Um, and then uh, referencing, you know, violence and and this is how we do it in the south with a person on a turkey that, pan that's the where one you killed her because she's texting your husband or something like that that's Just, the, that's the yeah. one that got passed around you remember back yes. in 2016 17 when everyone was talking about this murder at the very beginning in the facebook groups yeah tammy had a post of a woman it was like a cartoon and it said this is how we do it in the South. Mm-hmm. And it says, stop texting my husband or right. something to that effect. Yeah. And it had a woman, but they had her on a turkey platter looking all tied up like you would be. Like she was a turkey. Like you were basting mm-hmm. a turkey to put yeah. in the oven. Just really dark and really creepy. Mm-hmm. And that was also right at the time of the murder. Right. Right after the murder. Right. So a lot of people just said, you know, a murder happens in your small town of a woman, even if you even if you're not involved, like, why would you be so insensitive as to post something like that? Right. And it's just really creepy and weird. But she seems to have a lot of her um, posts are unusual in that they're violence against women. Yeah. You don't really see women normally posting things that are violent in nature and especially violence against other women. Well, and, and I know there was one I remember seeing where um, I think she was going to go lay outside, you know, like a lot of people do to suntan or whatever. So she posts a picture of like a table with some suntan lotion and a gun. And I'm thinking, if I go in my backyard to lay out, I don't really need a gun. I'm just going to go lay out. I don't need to make a gun right. with me because... She lived in a nice community. She lived in a safe community, a safe neighborhood, a safe area. So why the gun? Yeah, that's your, you make an excellent point. She does seem to have a preoccupation with firearms. And right. that too, that is another thing that's a little unusual for females. Right. You don't see a lot of women um, who are not in law enforcement, not in the military, just women just hanging out civilians with guns plastered all over their social media but she does have a lot of guns on her social media and there'll be like sexy pictures of like somebody in high heels and a gun right or they'll you know look at her instagram if you don't believe me or they'll be like yeah it's just a lot of guns right and um it's just unusual it's noted it's noted doesn't mean anything i just want to preface all of this by saying and follow up on that by saying None of this stuff makes her guilty of murder, okay? It's just stuff that has piled up over the years. Right. And knowing that she was questioned 
also makes you want to look at her with a little more keen eye. This isn't just like someone's grandma's cousin's daughter. This is someone who was actually questioned and actually has some connections to the people surrounding the case. So um, we'll get into that more later. Makes you wonder, though, does her gun toting that she does uh, so often, is it just out of sheer like look at me i have a gun or is it like oh i better carry a gun because somebody might be coming after me or something. i don't well, know you know it's well, weird. You, you make a good point and we need to probably interject this right here is the episode that where someone talked about that right was the very first interview we did with wintress and rusty mentor and that was approximately one year ago right now mm-hmm. so i'm thinking it was october november of 2022 if you want to right if you haven't heard that episode yet i highly recommend you go back and pick it up because it's it's very interesting um they were close to tammy and her husband at the time so that's something you won't want to miss but they um rusty um had said she this person that we're discussing had took her gun everywhere mm-hmm. and she um, had more than one right yeah i think yeah and she would take it everywhere like, and her knife yeah like take it everywhere yeah i she mean had a knife too she carried oh okay yeah so. and like going to the store or just anywhere she had her gun on her now you're a gun person renee you, you i know you carry right do you have your gun with you today i do do you always have it like what if i, I what if i was hanging out at your house and we decided to go to uh tomatoes would mm-hmm. you have it yeah, because it's in my purse. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, but I don't ever carry it, pull it out, and I don't take pictures of it, and I don't. Yeah, um, I don't lay it on the table when I go eat dinner you or would, when I go. Yes, yeah, you would have to know you very well to know that you're a gun yes, person. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I don't pull it out and show it. It is there if I need it, but hopefully I never. I mean, I bought it and I've never. I don't touch it. Thank, or thank God. It. Thank God you haven't <laughs> yeah, needed it. Right. Exactly. Okay. So those are all really good points so far, Renee. Absolutely, and then. That same couple, uh, Wentress and Rusty, that were on our show last year, they had their own reasons also for thinking that she was potentially involved. They said that people would routinely message her, I guess, on Facebook Messenger. Oh, that's right. And accuse her of the murder. Now, I don't know about you, Renee, but no one's ever accused me of killing anyone. No. Right? Not even with a gun. Yeah. (laughs) Even with your gun. (laughs) Yeah. Never. So... And then her, it's not just the number of people accusing her, which is pretty interesting. Significant, yeah. But then in addition to that, Wintress said her reaction to the people accusing her was just wild. She would just cry and cry. And I guess I can understand that to an extent. Let's say you're being harassed by multiple people that are saying that you killed someone. I can see that getting to you. But at the same time, like you and I were saying earlier, we would probably just laugh. I would someone, be laughing. I would, I would be like, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> Go ahead yeah. and investigate because you're going to find a really boring life that I've done nothing close yeah. to that. <laughs> so the fact that she would, she said that she would freak out heavily when yeah. she was accused. So that's something that's just, that doesn't mean anything. So don't come yeah. at us. We are just saying it's just another thing. Okay? Right. Just another thing to note. Yeah. And I, uh, I really want to mention this. We have a fantastic listener named Dale. And we got on this topic one day, long time ago, years ago. And he started doing some comparison. Like, oh, yeah. He did such a good job. Like, he, he, did. he needs to quit whatever his job is right now <laughs> and go do this for a living. Because yeah. he, he took stills from the video. Uh-huh. And pictures of her, this right, person we're yeah. discussing from her social media, and lined them up 
And dang, they look like twins. Yes. It looks was, actually it just looks like the same person. Yeah, it was like a confirmation for us. We were like, wow. I can't believe we never even Thought noticed that. that. We yeah. never even noticed. Yeah. But I mean, it's identical. If any of you guys want to see them, DM us. We'll send them to right. you. And if you're on our social media, um, we did post that. Oh, actually, it's in our private group. You'd have to join our group to see these side by sides. But oh, they're yeah. in there. So I think several people have posted them, not just us. But pretty interesting. Um, and here's something else that Dale said. I'm on a Dale kick right now. <laughs> Dale made this really. Shout out to Dale. Shout out to Dale. He made this really, really good point. Okay, so if someone gets murdered and you, because, okay, backing up, this person we're discussing, her best friend was good friends with Missy. So there's right. that connection, okay? <laughs> and her best friend's husband knew Missy and her husband, Missy's right. husband. So this is not a complete stranger. We don't have any evidence that this person and Missy ever interfaced. But of course they knew who each other was. Right. They had, they shared a very close mutual friend. Right. And their names would have come up at some point. Right. And um, in fact, apparently Missy was helping this woman's best friend leave her husband. Yes. I've because of things were going south there. Mm -hmm. And so the, I'm assuming Missy just didn't have room at her house. She had three kids, a husband and herself. So this lady ended up going to stay at Tammy's house who had plenty of room uh -huh. and her mom happened to be out of town. Right. So with all that being said, there's that connection. And um, where was I going with that? <laughs> I, don't, I was uh, going somewhere. Let me look at my notes. Oh, oh, so Dale said, no, okay, I know, I know right. exactly where I was going. Sorry, y'all. I got way off on a tangent. <laughs> but I was just trying to give the backstory. So Dale's point, which is an amazing one, is when you, when somebody gets killed in your town and people ask you about it, you probably won't react the way this woman did. The woman we're talking about, she That's said, true. she said, I've never met her in my life yeah she was automatically defensive and distancing herself yes now usually if somebody gets killed in your area you're gonna say oh my gosh i knew oh my gosh she was so close to my close friend right or my best friend her was really close to her Lothian? oh my god and, yeah. and you would just be like yes i knew i mean i can't believe you would be talking about your connection to that person right and and people would probably have a tendency to embellish and increase their connection to the person not decrease it right not distance yourself from the person yeah so the fact that she would go out of her way when people asked her about the case and say i don't know who that is i don't know her blah, 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 you know yeah. that's just different yeah it's like an automatic reaction of defense like oh let me make sure you know that i had nothing to do with it and you know and to uh to come to add to what you just said, there was a post that Midlothian police did, um, and it was thanking SWFA for the $10,000 reward that they had um, put for, out there. For Missy's murder. Right. And in the comments, she commented and she said, well, that's great and wonderful, SWFA, but can you be nicer to your neighbors? 
That was another dig, you know, like, okay, this is a murder we're talking about here. And you're worried about somebody being nice to their neighbor because the the other people on that thread were saying things like, oh, my gosh, that's so nice. Thank you for that. Thank you for doing that. Normal reactions. And Missy's husband was on there saying, he, you know, everybody was saying things like, we hope this gets solved. And thank you for the donation and how thoughtful and how wonderful. And then she came in with a nasty comment. Right. And didn't say anything about, I hope this gets solved. She didn't say anything about that. It just looked really out of place yeah very much so kind very of like point. very uh dis- disrespectful all right so we had another person on our show his name is christopher paul last year late last year uh-huh and um he uh is the paul stanley character in the kiss tribute band yeah called rock and roll over is the name of the band uh-huh and he came on our show and he interestingly had his own completely separate reasons for suspecting the same woman that we're discussing on this show. Right. And, you know, these are all people from different walks of life. So that makes it interesting to Renee and me as well. Yeah. So they're not all like connected and friends. It's not like they've been chatting about this. Yes. Yeah. They have their own independent reasons right. and they had not talked to each other about it. They just came on our show totally independent of each other. So Christopher Paul said that he, he, you, if you, if you want to listen to his episode, it's a really good one. We also have the video episode available on Spotify. If you want to check out what they said, what he said, he said that the boyfriend, the, the current boyfriend, who is, as far as we know, still her boyfriend, was in a band called Blizzard of Oz at the time. He is no longer in that band. They moved away. But he was in a band called Blizzard of Oz. And the boyfriend was also in that same band. And, and Christopher Paul said several people told him so he got it like third person i guess right. or second but that the boyfriend had told them the band members that she did it right and that's just crazy right that so, is crazy um now christopher paul was quick to point out that he didn't hear it directly from the boyfriend he right. heard it from someone who told him right but it was several people. Yeah. And so he really doesn't think that they were all lying to him. That was a huge conversation between the yeah. tribute bands, mm-hmm. you know, that all had played together in different, a lot of different occasions. Right. And and there was other things on his episode. I won't try to reenact the whole episode here right now, but that was probably the main point. Yeah. Um, also, when Christopher Paul will mention one more thing he said on his show, on our show, was that when he started asking around. He started going, oh my gosh, asking in that tribute scene, music scene. He started saying, hey, did you guys hear that she might have been the person that killed Missy Beaver? He like asked around trying to get information. Uh-huh. Apparently that trickled back to her and she called him. Yes. And left him a, me- a, a message. Yes. She left yeah. him a message on his I was about did to she say, can I help you? Or But he said she said it very aggressively oh, and yeah. scary. Like, can it's I not help that, you? When she's probably smart enough to know that threatening words, uh-huh. like, don't talk about me or I'll kill you. She couldn't say right. that. So she said, may I help you? Yeah. But he said she said it in a super scary, threatening way. And, right. then, and then just hung up. And right. he was like, and also the thing that got him, Christopher Paul. How did she get his number? She had to work to get his yes, number. Yes, that's it. She didn't have yes. it. She had to go out of her way to say, has anyone got his number? Because right. I'm calling him right now. Yeah. So that's really crazy. 
I wonder if her boyfriend had his number. I kind of don't think so back then. I got the impression because Christopher yeah. Paul seemed really baffled as to how. That she yeah, he was. Number. That would have been his first thought if he would have if she would have had if he would have had his number, then he would have said, oh, he must have gave it to her. All right. So we're going to fast yeah. forward to another episode we had with um, the very first episode we did where anyone mentioned um, this person of interest that we're discussing on this show um, was with Robert Fortier, whose nickname is apparently on the music scene is Shame. And Shame came on. Um, he is the singer, the Ozzy Osbourne impersonator from Blizzard of Oz. And he came on our show and talked a long time. If you want to go back and listen to it and you don't care to listen about the band talk, the first several minutes, I don't know, maybe even 20 minutes or so of the show before we go to commercial break is about his band. Yeah. And we wanted to give him an opportunity to talk about that. Some people complain about that, but I have to say, look, y'all, we we can't pay people. Yeah. So if they, to do if, if they want to promote their thing, we're, we're there for it. Okay. It if, didn't if, start out that way, though. Right. And if anybody wants to be on our show and you've got something to plug, we're going to let you plug it. Exactly. So that's all that's about. And it's a small um, way to say thank you. Yeah. And and we enjoyed talking to him about his music career. We yeah. really, we genuinely did. We weren't just like being phony. So no, he would be on the show. It, they really are great. It was interesting. So anyway, um, he came on and he also had something interesting to say about, um, about this person of interest he's kind of the one that got the ball rolling now we will say that we weren't able to corroborate everything he said we do think a couple things he said were not correct which makes sense because he's not that close to the situation so everybody you know understand that when people come on our show they're saying their thoughts okay those are not my thoughts or renee's thoughts right so anyway point being is his wife came on our show after he was on our show and her name is Susan Fortier and they were married at the time. I'm not sure what the status is now, but they were married at the time. So if you want to go back and listen to Susan's episode, she also did a video episode. She did. So we'll have to, um, we've never uploaded James video. We weren't, I don't think we need to do that. I don't think Spotify had the video feature yet. It kind of came on right after that. So anyway, um, Susan came on and said that she was talking to this person of interest, they were hanging out because, you know, their boyfriend's husbands were playing together that night. And she wound up over at her house. I think she said, you want to come over and help me clean out my closet? The person of interest <laughs> did. And so Susan Funny. went and they were visiting. And she goes, you know, I know who killed Missy Beavers. This is the person of interest that said this. And she was like, who? And she goes, it was my husband's brother and his wife. Now, obvious that's completely untrue because <laughs> we can pretty much scratch that off the list, even though we're not investigators, because they didn't even know Missy. They live up in Denton. If you're not familiar with the area, just understand that's like an hour north of Dallas, much less what right. would that make it almost two, almost like an hour two and a half hours, or so. Two yeah. And a half hours, yeah. I mean, had zero interest to be have any emotional <laughs> any any ill feelings for a stranger of his brother's wife for some person <laughs> yeah. yes so that doesn't make sense so there that's another point yeah why on earth if it's if it's not you that did it why would you feel the need to deflect and make up another story or point to someone else and i think it might have been this is just my theory after looking at all this data is Maybe she was afraid that Susan had heard that she did it in that she wanted community. to make sure, yeah. And she wanted to kind of throw That's right. it in That's a, a good point. Throw it in another direction. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so that's another interesting point. Now I don't remember now, refresh my memory, Renee. Was it 
Robert Fortier shame, or was it his wife, Susan, that told us that I think it was Susan because we would have, yeah, we would have asked Robert some follow-up questions. Susan said that shame and the person of interest boyfriend that we've been talking about that were in the same band, Blizzard of Oz, mm-hmm. that they drove to California together. And on that long road trip, Scott told shame that she did it. Right. Now we understand we're not dummies. We know this is all just hearsay stuff. Yeah. We are doing this episode by request because so many people pop into our DMs and want us to go over all this stuff. All the time. So we just thought this would be a good way to get it out yeah. there. We're not saying she killed Missy Beavers. We're not saying she's lying. We're letting you do. We're just kind of saying this stuff looks kind of iffy. Yeah. And it may, we could be totally wrong thinking it's off and maybe she's telling the truth and so be it. Right. But we just wanted to share what we've kind of been able to compile through other people. Like I said, we've never, I've never talked to this person. I do not. I would like to very much. We've received messages from her. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you for mentioning that. Well, that let's just segue right into another uh, little hint is um, this person messaged us now. Granted, this was before the shame episode, which is the first episode. Robert Fortier shame, his nickname was the first time that her name came up on our show. Ever. He is the first time anyone right. mentioned it. This was way prior, like a year and a half before, maybe right. even longer. It was yeah. February 2021. So I remember my mother had passed away and I was right. not in a good headspace. And I look at my phone and this message pops up. Yeah. It was February 2021. And this person of interest that we're discussing said, stop, period, stalking, period, me period and she wrote it to the true crime broads messenger she didn't write it to me personally or renee personally right and it was a private message to our true crime broads messenger which back then we didn't really use that much we use it a lot more now right so i'm just looking at this going what stalking her we how does she even what i mean we talked about her privately but we've never okay first of all renee and i would never stalk anyone right number two We'd never mentioned her publicly. So that was very weird. It was very weird. Why was she calling us out? We have some theories that maybe somebody else mentioned something to her, that we had said behind the scenes or, but wow, stalking. Yeah. Stalking. And um, (laughs) like what? And I have to say that if by some chance she is Missy's killer, who's the stalker? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, that you you said it best when you said it was the stalker. You're the one that dressed up in that crazy outfit <laughs> and walked around and waited for Missy to kill her, which is not funny. I'm laughing at the part about what Crystal said. The irony of yes. it all. Yes. Very well, so ironic. So, yeah, we said I said that on an episode once and our wonderful yeah. listener Donovan had thrown it into a little TikTok yes. kind of real thing. I yeah. laughed because it I, I for, heard I had it. forgotten I said that I had laughed because it was so great. It, like I said, of course, none of this is funny. And I think all of you who know us know that we're not laughing at this at all. But it was just funny when you spit it out there. It was just great. <laughs> it was that, funny. That's the first time I realized how Southern I sound, too, because on that <laughs> clip, I'm like, and we're the stalker. <laughs> It was we were in that. Oh yeah, I said you go in there in that crazy outfit and wear the stalkers. I was like, good grief! I sounded like Gomer Pyle, but <laughs> but it I was great. That, I guess that's just how I talk. So anyway, um, all right. I think that's all I have um, on this. Did I miss anything, Renee? Well, let me see what I have here. Oh, and um, she's blocked us, by the way. Oh yeah, we're but blocked. That, she blocked us though 
later. on some platforms before she was mentioned. Yeah. And then later after mentioned. Yeah. Blockity after. block block. You know, <laughs> which I don't blame her. Uh, let's see. I think let's see. Yeah. Okay, should I say the part about. Yeah, you can. So several months back, I was talking to Cheryl McCollum about what can we do about this case? Because we love Cheryl McCollum. If you don't know who she is, you're missing out. She's a frequent guest on Nancy Grace. She's great. And she is just amazing investigator. And she's been on our show several times. You definitely don't want to miss those episodes. Right. She's fantastic. She's got her own podcast called right. Zone 7. The badass. Very interesting. Yeah. So anyway, I just asked Cheryl out of frustration one night. I said, what do you think? I mean... What do you think about all this? And I kind of ran over some things and brought her up to date. She goes, have you asked her if she knows who killed Missy <laughs> Bader? asked her. Oh, dang. We didn't think of that. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny is I would have never considered that in a million years. Yeah. But Cheryl McCollum said to. And like, I was like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm on it. <laughs> I was like, hold my beer. You know, so I she uh, did. <laughs> so I called and, and Renee over here is She's an investigator too. You you had that number to me in about four seconds, maybe maybe two. <laughs> yeah, I called Renee and I said I feel like I'm gonna just call and ask her. If she knows who killed Missy Beaver. The mouth was wide open. Yeah, she was like, "Here's the number, crazy fool." You go and <laughs> so I did. I called and I left a voicemail. I said, "Hi, this is Crystal." With uh, true crime broads, I just wanted to touch base and see if you would if you would like to be on our show. If you just talk to me privately, we're talking to people local to Ellis County, and we would love to know who you think killed Missy Beavers. You were there at the time. You've know people in the area, right? And and also, we would love to have you on the show if you'd be interested. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Well, about an hour, exactly an hour passed. I remember it was one hour, and at this point, I'm in the car. I left that I left that message when I was still at home and then I'm in the car driving and the phone rings from that number and I was so excited. I was like, yay, I hope it's her. <laughs> it was it was the boyfriend that we've been talking about and he was let's just say he was not a happy camper. Uh-huh. And he goes, wait a minute. Are you guys the ones with the YouTube channel? <laughs> the YouTube channel. I hardly call it that, but okay. well, well, it's funny is that we only have a few of our episodes yeah, on YouTube. Well. Our the bulk of our work is on the podcasting right. platforms. That's just sort of like a little extra thing that yeah. isn't really pumping yet. Yeah. But I mean, you can catch us on YouTube. You're just not going to see everything that we have right. on Spotify, Apple, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I just was like, yeah. And, he, and I was nice to him and professional. Of course, there's no reason not to be. But right. I could tell she was probably telling him to yell at me. But <laughs> you could have yelled at her and he, told her to stop. He was acting really like surprised and exasperated and weirded out. And part of it might have been that we got the number. Right. From my invest, my PI over here, Renee Rotten. <laughs> And I can't then, take all the credit. Somebody gave it to me. And he basically was saying that that took a lot of guts or gall to call. He goes, didn't you have people come on your show accusing her of murder? And I said, well, we would love for her to come on and tell her side of the story. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's only it, that would only be fair, right? Yeah, yeah. So I said, we would love to have her come on. And he just was like, oh, my gosh. She goes, I can't believe this. So he was acting more like weirded out than he was angry. Right. And I... um so anyway, I just politely, I said, no problem. I said, we will not call again. I said, sorry for bothering you guys. And right. so we hung up, but um, he basically made it clear that they would not be coming on the show. But if, if by any chance they're listening or anyone who knows them, let them know this is a friendly place. Yeah, invitation is open. We may have had people on here that said you might have done it. And we may think some of 
this person of interest information sounds sketchy, but come on here and we haven't yeah. made up our minds. Come on right. here and prove us wrong. Yeah. I mean, we would love to Set talk the to record you. straight with all this yeah. stuff because it may be you, all just. Yeah. And this might wrong. just be your personality. I know people that react to things weird and I don't mean to say she's weird, but I'm just saying I know people who react to things strange. There's somebody actually in my family who is like that. And I swear if they were ever out for murder, it would, if anyone ever suspected them of something like this, they might. We might be having the same type of conversation about them because they answer things different than yeah. other people. Like some people are just wired differently. So she may just be having all this stuff going on totally independent of the murder. And that's right. a very real possibility. Yeah. So with all sure. that being said, um, but yeah, Cheryl McCollin gave me the guts because like I told you, there was no <laughs> way in this wide world I would have called her. It's all Cheryl's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We love Cheryl. Thank no, you, Cheryl. No, we do. We I, do. I actually enjoyed, even though he wasn't super nice when he called, he could have been worse. Yeah. And I was actually glad to talk to him and let him know that we don't mean any harm. I yeah. mean, we're just trying to... I oh, would you handled that better than I would have. <laughs> oh, I much, much, much would rather have people start coming on now that say there's, says there's no way she did right. do it. That know her. I want to hear from... And in fact, let's make a plea to the public if you know this person of interest and you know you have a list of reasons why they couldn't have, couldn't done, have it, done it yeah please come on Absolutely. the show we want we want this show to be fair we, we want don't, the right person to be arrested for this yeah. crime you know and, and we never intended for people to pile onto this person it yeah just, that was that was just, just a weird they thing were that just, happened they were just coming <laughs> we didn't we did not approach rusty Exactly. And Wintress. We did not approach Christopher Paul. Right. We did not. We did eventually approach uh, the shame guy because Christopher Paul told us to because right. he knew more. Yeah. But. But the rest of them all came to us. And they told all us came and just, to us and they were dying to tell their story. Yeah. And and yes, yes. Any of you wondering that haven't listened to those episodes, we absolutely did get them in touch with with investigators. Right. The official investigators. Right. All right. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I think that's it too. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for your interest in the Missy Beavers case. And also from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to True Crime Rods. We really appreciate it. We don't we take do. that lightly. We we know you've got other stuff you could be doing. So um, thank you very much for spending some time with us and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you so much for listening to True Crime Broads. We would also love to see you on our social media. We have an Instagram page called True Crime Broads. We also have a Facebook page called True Crime Broads. And then we also have a group which is called True Crime Broads, Missy Beaver's Case Discussion Group. And if you can, please uh, leave us a five-star review. We are needing some new ones. Yes, you can leave five stars on Spotify if you think we deserve it. And also on Apple, you can also leave five stars and leave a written review if you'd like to. So thanks again for listening to True Crime Broads. Hey, y'all. As you know, my co-host Renee has a company called Southern Comfort and More, and I'm actually currently having a sheets party for her. She sells sheets and the most amazing, big, cozy, thick, soft blankets you've ever seen in your life. And if you need anything like that, please order from her. She runs a really good business. She'll have it shipped to you to wherever you are in the United States. So hop on to her Facebook page. It's called Southern Comfort and More. Or um, I guess they could just get with you on on True Crime Broads yeah, as well. And then you pay, can, yeah, they could just message me. Yeah. However, well, thank you for saying that. Of course, yeah, I, I just gifts. thought you know we really don't have a lot of sponsors. We yeah. got a few. We've got a few commercials which we greatly appreciate, but we don't have any like 
sponsors that have come to us or that we've retrieved out in the world. So I thought, why wouldn't we just promote your business? It's amazing. So that would really help Renee out. She's a small business owner and shop small, you know, hashtag shop small. And with Christmas coming up and Hanukkah, um, New Year's, there's all kinds of reasons that you should fill your home and warm your home up with these amazing blankets. So right. go go check out her well, listings. Thank you for saying that. Oh yeah, she's got really cool pictures on Southern Comfort and More Facebook page. Yeah, you so. can find it on my profile. And also, while we're talking about that, I'll go ahead and tell everybody about Crystal. She's an amazing <laughs> real estate agent. <laughs> she's laughing, but she—I've never seen anybody work so hard for her her clients oh, in my that's life. So, nice. so I wasn't you, expecting you to say anything yeah. about me. I was just jumping on here to talk about you. Yeah, that's so you. nice. Well, thank if you, you anybody is in the market, please contact her because she does an amazing job. She's helped me uh, many times on just just looking at places, rentals, whatever. So yeah, check her out. Call her up if you need her because so nice. she's going to be there for you. Well, that's awesome. And don't forget Southern Comfort and More. Renee will take good care of you. You can also Zell her, Venmo her. It's super easy. And yeah. then she'll ship immediately. She ships so fast. Yeah. Thank All you right. so much. You guys have a great day. Yeah.